listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no jive. At second hand, my mom's bounced on old men. So we moved to the Shaolin Lund. A young youth rocking the gold tooth low goose. Only way I began to G off was drug loot. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips <laughs> Podcast. Your host, Rod and <laughs> Karen. <laughs> and we are in the house on a Tuesday. Uh, big Tuesday, man. Um, you know, favorite, one of the favorite days of the week. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's the day that we've been recapping The Walking Dead lately. Uh, of course, uh, you guys should recognize the voice that you hear to start the show. Uh, if you're premium, you definitely recognize them. And on like 50 million nerd offs and whatnot if if you're not premium he's still been on a lot of shows i mean mm-hmm. you know uh it's my man sterling from the gaming and then some podcast aka wound god on twitter what's going on hey man just happy to be here yo i'm, I'm happy to be in the big league so you keep me down in the basement with premium <laughs> man. I, i'm happy yo like you feed me dog food and it's cool I say thank you, but my but my name wound God, yo. It ain't easy. <laughs> I always, I'm here, yo. I always felt like the premium was the the big leagues and the, and this was just normal. But I see, I can see how I get opposite way too. You know, it's, it's both, yo. I just I just love having niggas be offended by me, and way more <laughs> niggas can get offended by me here true. than premium. That is true. It was a lot of, <laughs> I've seen the letters uh, from when I say shit, so uh anyway you guys uh email sterling if we're, he says anything problematic this uh today um so yeah man um first of all what's going on with gas pod dog dog all right so we're in that weird transition phase of niggas we going like the whole premium route so it's it's fun um by fun i mean hell so <laughs> what we're what we're doing now is we're actually adding the radio station to what we're doing because i don't like work and I got to figure out a way because, like, you know, like premium, especially when you pay for it or just have it in general, is something that you love as a podcast listener because it's that extra just oomph to get you through the week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you're caught up on shit, which is the worst thing in the fucking world, mm-hmm. you need old episodes. And I can't be uploading all the old episodes because I just don't have the time about to, you know, going through with another surgery and everything. So I said, instead, I'm just going to make it a radio station that is streaming just constantly everything we've ever done, including like Slack Society, things like that. Mm. And then to um really just make it even better, decide to throw some uh, music in there from artists that are in our actual like black podcast community, like Fell Five and stuff. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it's um it, 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 it's dope. We got like like actual exclusive music that you can only find on um WGATS, which is fucking awesome um and still trying to figure out exactly how we want to do the whole premium thing and besides that we're doing a meetup in philly on the 26th of this month oh. over at um amalgam hopefully so it's uh it's been lit are y'all uh calling it gas giving or is it too late for the branding <laughs> mm, it might be too late yo mm. it, might, it might be too late gas giving was would have been good <laughs> yo, yo, uh, I, I have a dream to hand out turkeys like Nino Brown. So, <laughs> I'm also, so we might have to do this. I'm also uh, surprised that WGATS wasn't already taken by right. uh, a gangster hip hop station. They they blew up. Yo, they blew it, that. It's, it's the worst. When niggas remind me that it really is Gats, I be like, damn, yo, I couldn't <laughs> escape being a hood nigga for a minute, yo. It was just supposed to sound good. 
It just sounds like we that real radio station that really loves guns. Like I feel like <laughs> you after don't get tonight, a lot we're gonna have a real. What'd you say, Karen? I said you don't get a lot of them. You don't get a um. I was listening to your radio station there, son. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on here about no AK forty sevens. <laughs> yeah, we we gonna we gonna blow up if Trump wins tonight. So it's late. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah, man. Make sure y'all checking out gaming and then some, man. It's a whole collective uh, of people from over there too. It's not just just Sterling. Um, and like you said, they got Slacker Pod over mm-hmm. there. Um, and so, uh, and, and and of course, you know, Sterling. Like I said, super nerd comes on. Um, mm-hmm. Comes on the nerd off with with me and Chris and Aaron and sometimes Karen and you know I'm trying I gotta I gotta start moving around getting getting different people on but uh is you know like it's a gaggle of nerds man and we always have fun it's, it's always such an informative show uh between all the ratchetness man so make y'all enjoy it um of course also you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher just search the blackout tips we'll come up uh leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the air as long as they're not mean um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball bullet ball extreme extreme uh (laughs) and of course uh today's podcast is sponsored that's right guys today's podcast is actually sponsored by uh adam and eve oh yeah i should probably uh Cue up some music. music. Yeah, that should have been uh, a professional show. Would have done that already instead of (laughs) instead of looking through this shit at the last second like I'm doing. Uh, But thank God, um, you know, y'all have me here. Uh, Oh, okay, cool. I'll go with this song. Uh, But yeah, so uh, Adam and Eve is trying to hook y'all up. Uh, Sterling, I'm about to play music, so you might not be able to hear anything for about a minute or so. Um, that's cool i'm just gonna slow grind in my imagination <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> let me play this song let me close this that's slow <laughs> that's right Adam and Eve is trying to hook your punk ass up. Mm-hmm. You've been loving that computer a little too long. It's time to get out and love some people and love each other. Go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, they will offer you half off of just about any item. All you got to do to get half off of just about any item is go to adamandeve.com. And in the checkout box, put TBGWT. In addition to your half off. These fools are going to give you free adult DVDs plus a free exclusive gift. It might be a power old vibrating ring. Sound like something Luke Cage or well. And free shipping on your entire order. I really don't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. Go there, pick out a nice piece of lingerie or one of those ergonomic pillows so you can beat the pussy up without hurting nobody. <laughs> Just, you know, do whatever y'all do, you know? Um, and then it could be a sexy toy or whatever. And then you, when you go check out, put in TBGWT in the checkout code and you get that 50% off. You get three free adult DVDs plus a free exclusive gift. Uh, so make sure you guys do that. AdamandEve.com. Play me out. I don't know about that. Uh, we back, Charlotte. Um, so yeah.
we of course have uh walking dead stuff to get to and that's really what everybody comes for because uh you know this show always gets a lot of downloads every week uh it's it's almost like people be lying when they say they start watching i don't know i don't know it's oh, almost no. as if you would almost think people was full of shit but I, i'm not saying that they yeah, full of shit I, I'm, I'm not saying that they are too and unlike your favorite tv shows like the flash and Agent of shield we will not take off election night right Mm-hmm. we gonna keep going because this might be the last show we ever get to do ain't that the truth in a free america so we're <laughs> we gonna might keep be banned. we're gonna keep going so let's just do what everybody here came for us to do oh yes that's right we're We're just just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right america it's time to play the game that you all hate to play every tuesday because you just want to talk about walking dead it's fucking with black people well you don't know how long it's gonna go so how long should you skip for it i don't know because we just gonna be talking about being fucked with because that's the toll that you got to pay to hop on this bridge joy today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with black people today um here's one um exclusive a black christian producer has sued cnn because his colleagues kept saying jesus christ and ashley banfield asked if african-american were a lost generation african-american men were a lost generation that i i that is a a rare thing to see in america uh christian discrimination uh you know how we be discriminating against some christians you know how it is start at starbucks um a black christian associate producer was fired from cnn is suing his former employer accusing them of racial and religious discrimination omar butcher an african-american says he was targeted after complaining about his colleagues using profane language such as jesus christ and goddamn <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be arrested then bruh Come, bruh not shit not ass i mean <laughs> okay he claims he was fired a day after he emailed anchor ashfield Ban- ashley banfield expressing concerns after she asked him in an on-air segment whether society had lost a generation due to the violence in the african-american community he also complained about the promotions of white colleagues butcher has filed a lawsuit against the cable network in atlanta georgia according to documents submitted thursday and seen exclusively by dailymail.com oh man some of his pictures guys you guys i have to show these in the chat room my god like these pictures look like listen i'm not gonna say that he was gonna shoot up the job but the things he's saying reminds me of that black dude that shot up them two anchors alive on the air last year you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. Well, he was like, these white people is getting promotions and they all hate me and this racism up in here. And you're like, mm, this dude didn't never sounded too stable. And they fired him and then he shot everybody up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a black dude. Um, now this picture, this one's fine. Picture with the hat, no problem. This picture, him with the gun, making that face. Oh. At the shooting range. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So you don't fire this guy. You don't hire him either, though. That was the problem. <laughs> you, don't, you don't give that dude a job anyway. Um, 
in the documents he describes himself as an african-american and a devout christian who worked at cnn from 2010 until he was fired in july last year butcher says he became increasingly troubled by certain members of his team using profane language such as jesus christ and goddamn he writes that he emailed his team asking them to not take the lord's name in vain in his presence but he said yeah mm-hmm. but he says his email did not stop the behavior and he believes they increased their use of the language to further harass him i mean okay see this is one of those times when i identify with the harassers so it's probably wrong for me to to laugh at this man but i i definitely no, would have stepped it, it up wrong. it ain't wrong I, I, you're not a you're not a moral barometer i can't be using you uh, <laughs> what's wrong about <laughs> no you know we can't we can't, can't be going by can't be going by sterling standards <laughs> Those standards are pretty I'm a decent, low. decent, upstanding citizen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely would have probably increased because to me it would come, it would be a joke. Then I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to say Jesus Christ. Nah, dog. Uh, things got so bad that during a meeting, he walked out because the team wouldn't stop despite his pleas. He claims. <laughs> they were saying that at each other that was like jesus christ ron would you guys cut it out come on guys god damn it get let's let's get it together team jesus christ he just over there sweating in the corner shaking uncontrollably and shit right oh he said the jc word Ooh. i know i can see control i'm trying to get control of this goddamn meeting jesus christ guys <laughs> gosh darn it see i didn't even say it uh he says uh <laughs> things got so bad that didn't mean he walked out he claims uh after he walked out he says the vice president of dayside programming told him that if he did it again there would be repercussions he also says that in march and april last year he expressed concerns to hr about a colleague's obvious negative sounding comment about the increase in african-american voices on our air and the hostile and negative climate at the company in july he says he was extremely troubled about racially insensitive remarks made by cnn anchor ashley banfield have we lost a generation banfield asked during an on-air segment regarding violence in the african-american community she also asked whether there's an entire group out there that cannot be managed or cannot be changed that cannot be reached they just have to age and die uh butcher sent banfield a private email which he explained his issues and noted that she did not make similar remarks in the segment about young white males who kill banfield fired back and questioned uh whether he was suggesting that she was a racist oh they love that and said she would take it up with their bosses she copied the senior manager on the email now see that does seem fucked up uh <laughs> for him to just be like hey look let me tell you your coat that is this is kind of messed up well let me copy in the boss <laughs> you trying to say i'm a racist is that what you saying a day after that where it fucks up when you are your problematic employee because he had right. some right there see yeah i know right like that's when you have to wish you weren't the jesus christ guy because because yep. you had a legitimate like work discrimination right. case on yeah. race you did. but then when you muddy it up with man you can't even say goddamn around this dude it's like oh yeah you gonna lose mm-hmm. anyway one day after he wrote that email he was terminated that sounds like an open no and shut case right right he gonna get something out of it yeah right you go from a regular ass employee to you say one thing like hey this sound kind of racist to you fired 
uh cnn of course didn't respond to for comment um he claims he also missed out on promotion opportunities because of his race he says he was regularly praised for his work with the company but despite his ability white colleagues were promoted ahead of him in 2011 another associate producer a white male with less experience was given more access to writing segments and just a few months later was promoted to a position which butcher had applied for mr butcher was not even interviewed for this position the document claims in 2012 he joined inside pitch a cnn program where employees pitch produce and write their own stories butcher had his work featured on the air and was praised for it uh despite the obvious high quality of his work mr butcher applied for three writer producer jobs in 2012 for which he was qualified and all three positions were awarded to white individuals mr butcher did not even receive an interview he claimed um yeah that yeah no 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 the jesus christ part okay but this this I, I believe i believe every word he's saying with this right here well you know what i wonder is was it um was it also just that he was the jesus dude too mm-hmm. where it was like in yeah. a like it's Nobody not like at this point that. we don't even want to deal with you on that level let alone anything dealing with race right. like I just you that. can't we don't want you around because you're vocally saying right. that this shit is problematic and it was like we don't want you coming over here fucking with the team dog no mm-hmm uh so he basically says um he contacted hr to ask about the process for internal candidates and the requested training on multiple occasions to no avail he even came in on his days off because he was not given the paid training and opportunities to gain access to the paid training his white counterparts received the company never adequately addressed mr butcher's concerns about the suspicious hiring and training process when a senior employee volunteered to help train butcher on his days off the vice president of dayside programming john antonio told butcher to stand down on the matter and to pursue training through proper training protocols ah so they were basically freezing his ass out like oh yeah you can't take that class yet that's i mean you got to be a sigma six to get that promotion but we ain't got no sigma six class spots available at the moment Mm -mm. uh he also claims he was unfairly targeted for an hr investigation into his timesheets and departure times he says the vp of programming told him you better watch out when which he construed as a threat Mm uh butcher is suing for racial and religious discrimination for retaliation by cnn after he complained about the hostile work environment he's seeking full back pay from the day he was terminated reinstatement of his former position with the same pay grade and front pay to compensate him for future wages benefits and pension and compensatory and punitive damages along with his attorney fees zero to 100 karen i get about a 50 50 for karen what about you sterling See, I got to give it a hundred, yo, mm. because the fuck with him, he a nigga. Mm. Now, I normally wouldn't fuck with you with all the Jesus shit. Right. But I got to get that white woman solidarity. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that is good. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with 75 because, like, he got an open and shut case of racial discrimination. Mm-hmm but he muddied it with the jesus shit so i gotta take 25 off because he he gonna make it easy for them to be like it wasn't even about that i mean we can't even say goddamn Mm. now what would be interesting though if he was muslim and they were saying stuff like you know making jokes about muhammad or something i think he would have a case you know what i'm saying but i don't think goddamn's gonna get it uh for religious discrimination shit everybody gonna be suing then um also i don't think you should be able to sue if people can say the words on an episode of martin i'm sorry 
uh united airlines kicked the passenger off the plane because he had uh because she had a marvel superhero i believe it was she i'm not messing this up let me look into it uh yeah a passenger wearing a black panther baseball cap has been told to remove the headgear because along with a t-shirt with an upside down american flag it made the pilot uncomfortable you fucking flying the plane what what the fuck i got to do with that i'm uncomfortable earlier today freelance esports journalist amanda stevens shared images on twitter from an onboard from onboard a united airlines flight to chicago stevens was en route to cover the league of legends quarter founders quarter finals but was told by flight staff that her shirt and asap rocky shirt pulled from stores a year a year ago um and base and a baseball cap with the logo of marvel comics black panther made the pilot uncomfortable uh then there was like a big back and forth on twitter about it uh she got kicked off the flight um they uh tried to smooth things over but apparently you know she ended up stuck there for a while um yeah apparently united represented the first race concerns that she was preparing to board the flight um stevens told me that she's flown in the outfit before but turned the shirt inside out she was then told that the cat the hat was a concern as well she was allowed to board the plane but had a tense exchange with an attendant who asked her to place her bag under the seat in front of her i didn't know if i was going to be staying on the plane or not i said and i said that i was grumbling because i was frustrated stevens then told me that the exchange with the flight attendant was given as the reason that she was ejected from the flight stevens says that she received a direct message from the united for the official united account on twitter and returned to the service counter at the gate under the assumption that she'd be getting booked on the next flight however the united employees told that stevens was dealing with retreated to an employees only area and stevens told me that she's been waiting with no acknowledgement for more than two hours we reached out to united for a comment well they have to apply and i guess united responded later on but you know obviously mr uh mr didn't get a flight right away uh zero to 100 karen that's a goddamn 100 okay jesus christ what about you sterling oh that's another 100 they fucking with it all right yeah that's 100 for me good god a black panther hat right it's a comic book it's not even like it was the black panthers like you know what i'm saying like like the 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 civil rights group that's probably what they would think because they're fucking dumbasses Mm -hmm. oh my god all right let's give these motherfuckers what they want uh (laughs) we know why they really came here uh sterling i'm about to play the walking dead theme song so you might not hear anything that's right we are back it is the walking dead season seven episode three called the cell uh i guess the general uh consensus of this episode would be we find out what happened to daryl at these taken hostage by the uh saviors uh and we also get to see the 
uh life of dwight a day, a day in the life of dwight the uh guy with the scarred up face who uh daryl let go in the woods that time mm-hmm. um and we get to see the inner workings of the compound that the saviors have uh some people call it the sanctuary uh karen i'll start with you first uh what'd you think about this episode in general i loved it karen loved it all right sterling um i thought it was a necessary episode i just didn't really care about it like i don't give a fuck about daryl i wish he was dead mm, not a fan of daryl uh and for me um i liked it because uh i did want to see the inner workers of the saviors and uh you know as compared to the book like how they changed mm-hmm. the, what changes there were because none of the shit that's gone down with the savers has really been by the book Mm-mm. so i wanted to see if there were some different workings in their ecosystem and there appears to be some differences yes um and uh i did want to see what was up with daryl as well um uh, but i'm not i'm not a huge daryl fan but i know people love that dude uh to the point where people was like if they kill daryl i'm gonna quit this show and shit like that you know, like, well you might be quitting because he is one of the characters where he's important but you could get rid of him and the storyline just moves on yeah well anyone but the yeah. but rick and and uh his son pretty much feel yeah, i wish they expendable. definitely uh killed him yeah well um you know how we do here guys we'll go uh scene by scene we'll kind of break this down and uh give you our uh our thoughts and then we'll get into some feedback and wrap this bad boy up uh so we opened up with a montage of dwight who was sitting in his room watching who's the boss on vhs while sipping on moonshine um so here's here's the thing it's weird that we know the z-pac happened in 2010 but they already down the vhs's instead of are all the disc scratched what's going on with the disc you know they fucked up Mm -mm. nah because see it's easier to transport disc so i would be pretty upset if i was down to just vhs's because that's got to be some some hard scavenging you go places looking for vhs's instead of instead of cds and dvds that's a that's a lot you know all the dvd players probably broke i guess so i don't know uh if y'all were stuck in the zombie apocalypse okay he was watching what appeared to be a who's the boss tape what would y'all want to have on in your vhs tape that you were gonna be watching karen i tell me like a fast tv show well just yeah whatever tv show movie what would you want i would probably know i pro- i love martin so i probably watch martin on repeat yeah, one of them eight hour martin mm-hmm. tapes off of it okay what about you sterling uh booty talk 23 23 oh, okay 23 mm, i would have went with 31 uh caramel versus justice slayer was an epic scene but uh you know to each their own to each their own yeah, uh yeah I, I mean i think if i had to do one show oh man i think i would go with living color if i could have That's just a good one. the living color um joints if it was a movie or something it's probably gonna be like half baked because i've already watched it a million times i'd be saying that shit like uh like uh will smith new shrek <laughs> and fucking uh in that movie where he was the last man and shit <laughs> uh anyway uh dwight also plays some fake ass air hockey with some lady 
and the loser apparently takes shots and she drank some shots yes she did i don't know if she drank the shots because she was like i gotta fuck this ugly scar-faced ass dude or she just took the shots because she was just like i lost the game what did you think karen she was like uh you might you might actually beat me if mm. i if i beat you so i'm go ahead and take this l what no oh that's what you think she lost on purpose mm-hmm. but what about drinking the shots though because you know that was well, karen don't drink y'all i'm sorry uh <laughs> for, for people that that go out to the bar and shit like if you play certain games it's drinking games so it's like when oh, you lose you take a shot and that's what it looked like to me like she lost him uh, and that. then she had to take a shot um but i didn't know if she was gonna sleep with him or something but it didn't seem like it mm-hmm. uh he also cards wooden figures which uh seems like the wor- worst nerdiest hobby to have because who you gonna trade with <laughs> you know what i mean tell him but he ain't got no reason he ain't, i mean he ain't trying to make no money like you collect wooden figures but like who you know nobody walks in and be like oh can i get uh can you make me one like it don't you know at any rate he makes wooden figures yeah i mean because you probably have hours on hours on hours of just nothing to do so you will probably find a, a weird and strange hobby to fill that time up watch some more who's the boss mm-hmm. um he also went down to the market which looked kind of like a flea mall or something and from the way it looked he appears to just take what he wants mm-hmm. yeah yeah like it and it wasn't no sneaky shoplifting shit it was like look you in your eye and be like my bread bitch and then walk away um and everybody looked mad too but they was like i'll do it because i don't want to deal with you and it was one dude that seemed like he had had quite a damn enough because he took his shirt off which according to according to all the rules of my life uh that's fighting time yep yeah he had enough of this he was like fuck y'all anybody take their shirt off in non-fighting situations <laughs> it, that that means they want to fight right like it's not as long as it's not a sexual situation if they just yank their shirt off i don't it's not too many places where you could just yank your shirt off in the middle of an argument and right? it's not gonna be a fight it's not gonna be a bro unfortunately for uh shirt buddy uh he got his ass whooped by about four five people that was like oh you think you tough it was, he was he out no, but... all the way to fuck out yeah he was stomped the yard for him um <laughs> so he got he got stomped and as he gets stomped down the white took down to number 39 mm-hmm. and then uh and the whole time there was this song playing it was called a town called malice uh it's by i think it's the name of the actual group is like called the jam or something like that okay. i'll play some of the song like i said sterling won't be able to hear it i don't think but i'll play it anyway so i was looking up the lyrics to it mm-hmm. 
uh better stop dreaming of the quiet life because it's the one we'll never know and quit running from that for that runaway bus because those rosy days are few and stop apologizing for the things you've done because time is short and life is cruel but it's up to us to change this town called malice um so it seems like um this song is kind of about the struggle uh and about um you know the the hardships of life and whatnot um and the kind of hopelessness of it and it kind of fit with the way the town was run Mm -hmm. because it was like such a harsh town it was you know the white just coming through bullying motherfuckers like debo and shit i mean for real um so uh at any rate he uh writes down this dude's number 39 goes over to a bed that's marked number 39 and opens up the trunk and starts taking shit out um and he we saw him take some mustard and some pickles mm-hmm. and in this this whole montage they're showing with the song playing he's also making a man a sandwich so it's a sandwich montage too and you see the mustard and the pickles go on the bread that he stole from the lady uh so you know sandwich building up pretty good you know um the pickles like that was a good ass like a sandwich yeah you so you would hold the pickles i would definitely hold the pickles okay all right cool i'll just i'm not a savage i understood understood (laughs) pickles and egg i mean come on um so then he heads to the garden area and he steals lettuce and tomatoes and some eggs and everybody don't people don't look happy with him doing this shit yeah and then negan walks by and everyone in the garden area gets down on one knee everybody um which 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 had some symbolism to it because it made me think about this last week we were introduced to a king king ezekiel and a kingdom and nobody had to kneel before the king and shit mm-hmm. like the leadership styles completely different right and the thing is ezekiel quote-unquote calls himself a king and negan doesn't call himself a king but they bow to him as a king right it's very uh symbolic man the theatrics of uh leadership on this show always fascinates me did you did you peep what happened when he kneeled down though how he looked at Negan kind of mm-hmm. fast, yeah. Yo, yo, look, I'm I'm gonna say it now because I'm here, so I gotta do it. Yeah, he gonna kill that nigga. They gonna kill Negan. He he yeah, he gonna he gonna be the one. Yeah, because like Negan, I, I don't want him to die. Mm. At this point, I'd rather Rick just die because ain't a nigga better on the goddamn TV than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Right. But his whole ego, he has to get killed from within. Mm okay like daryl ain't gonna do it daryl might try to do it but i think it's gonna be a burnt face homie that's gonna do it so he um yeah so negan walks by um and everyone kneels um and uh then we see later um dwight finally got his sandwich and he got eggs and lettuce and tomato and pickle and mustard say what can i said in the montage they showed him frying the egg yeah he fried the egg that was his brain on drugs ah, any questions uh meanwhile there were some guys in sweaters with different letters on them f and s were the ones i saw um and they were putting zombies in the fenced in like area with like concrete partitions and stuff which kind of seems like what um the same plan that morgan had in that town when rick came to see him remember when rick went to go see Mm -hmm. morgan and Mm -hmm. morgan was crazy Mm -hmm. 
yes yeah well it kind of looked like that like no cars can run up on you people can't just walk through without walking through these zombies and it seemed like that was their job was to arrange these zombies on the fence area so that they would protect the compound somehow right now what i'm guessing is that is the route into the heart of the compound and so they make in case anyone try to run up on them you got to go through that is my assumption mm-hmm. um because it didn't seem it seemed like it was fences on both sides so that maybe it was like you can't get in any other way but you than this so you got to walk through this shit either that or maybe they use it to kill people and shit i don't know but it didn't seem like the kind of thing where if somebody was um like a armed person or something would have a problem getting through there necessarily it seemed like the kind of thing where you couldn't run through in a hurry and it would slow people down yeah no you end up losing most people or like and you couldn't drive a car through there either right or a lot of times unless you're gonna go in and just stab them up one by one you probably be seen by the end because you come in you shoot your bullets they're gonna hear them you know you it's almost impossible to do any type of stealth moves yeah so um they're running around doing that and dwight is just eating his sandwich and watching them and then he becomes fixated on this one walker that's skewered and it's like trying to get up and falling down and trying to get up and falling down and you know i did what did you did you think that was symbolic of anything while he was watch, watching that one walker karen no it may have okay. been but i didn't get it sterling did you think it was symbolic of anything yeah i think he looked at that like it was him mm, okay mm. see i think it was an allegory for raising your daughters to keep them off the pole but because <laughs> uh, the zombie was stuck on the pole and no matter how hard it tried to get off the pole it just kept it was stuck it needed help it needed the love of a good man in its life to get his self-esteem but <laughs> it was stuck there don't write me it's a joke guys <laughs> uh <laughs> then we see dwight when we come back from commercial he's taking some dog food out of a can and slaps it on two pieces of bread making a dog food sandwich and i was like damn nigga ran out of eggs already uh-huh. that was quick real quick but uh we find out that uh it's the decidedly less appetizing appetizing sandwich uh was being delivered to none other than uh a naked daryl dixon who's sitting in a cell uh in the corner in the dark and Dwight opens the door and hands him the sandwich, and Daryl goes to town on it. Right, this nigga eats squirrel and rabbit and snake skin. What the fuck is dog meat? Like I eat dog real, food. I, right, I mean, he's, dog eating, food he's actually eating, real eating dog. dog. Yeah, right. so I was like, you ain't tearing up his system. Right. It functions just fine. He's like, man, I've been eating dogs and dog food since third grade. Dog, right. you know Sunday. how you know how I hunt dogs. What are All we right. talking about? Come on, man. Um. So then, um. Uh we oh wait and that's when we go to commercial and when we come back from commercial and like i said sterling won't be able to hear this but we come back to a very upbeat song this damn song i was so confused we're on easy street and it feels so sweet because the world is but a tree while that song is playing we get a whole like montage of um daryl getting brought more and more dog food sandwiches mm-hmm. and 
you know and the whole time i'm thinking like is this music like a choice that they made to highlight the monotony of what's going on until you realize they are actually playing this fucking song every day to fuck with this dude on some like you know guantanamo torture i'm sorry advanced interrogation uh techniques and i didn't realize that first because i was like this is a weird choice of music wait a minute they are purposely and strategically playing this music this is not like a theme that's rolling in the background and the song gonna change oh and i'm not gonna front they picked the perfect song yes they, they really did because by the third time they repeated you're like yeah Yo, you gotta stop this bruh right? right like it was on some like you don't you, i got the point you don't even need to play this the millions of times that daryl probably heard it you know like I, i'm like is he uh, is he the only prisoner do the guards have to hear this because this sucks all day all night but they never turned that shit off jesus christ man i'm surprised he didn't start singing it when dwight opened the door hey what's going on dwight I'm on the easy street. Hey, you might as well. Shit. Um. So yeah, they uh, and then eventually, as he's bringing dog food, he also gives him some clothes, um, and no shoes. And uh, Daryl eventually puts on the sh- on the clothes, and Dwight shows up with Daryl's crossbow one time, and leads him out of the room. And Daryl's shirt has the letter A on it i think the thing with the letters is if you have to work your way by earning points or whatever i think you start at a and then they keep giving you shirts until you get to z because i i mean why else would he start with a the other dudes had j s a is not it's not his name you see what i'm saying so my guess is the a is level one and you basically playing an rpg or putting zombies on that fence until you get to z and then i guess you get some shoes or something i don't know what you get but then you get off the fence you know the numbers yeah um so um dwight is taking daryl to see a doctor and as they walk into the room where the doctor is the doctor is finishing up seeing his patient who happens to be the woman that was with dwight in the woods mm-hmm. uh who is named sherry if people remember it was like sherry i want to say her sister was tina or something Something like that yeah and then uh dwight and back going back to that story it was like uh tina had some type of like asthma or some type of weird ass like debilitating disease and she needed medicine for it and um the whole thing was they stole the medicine and left this compound that we had no idea was negan's compound we just knew that they were refugees basically and um daryl basically kind of helped them uh avoid the people that negan sent after them by getting a couple of them bit by zombies and shit um and he, they he also uh they stole in return um tina ended up dying by accident by walking up on two burned zombies that just happened to still be alive right and 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 then um dwight and sherry got the drop on daryl and basically stole his bike and his crossbow and drove off and he said y'all are gonna be sorry she said we're sorry about this and he was like you will be and they drove off like fuck you anyway um so anyway um that was to catch you up on who sherry is so sherry 
is sitting in the doctor's chair and the doctor's like all right well we're almost wrapped up here she notices the uh dwight and she's like hey dwight and he's like hey sherry um and she goes daryl right and he goes don't talk to him um and then dwight notices on the table there's a pregnancy test Mm -hmm. so she must have been in there to see if she was pregnant and she says don't worry it's negative and he says well maybe next time um which yeah it didn't sound the good kind it's it's like ever since i left the city you (laughs) it felt like that kind of maybe next time it wasn't a positive oh no yeah um so um she so then she walks back over to daryl and says whatever they say do do it and he said hey i told you not to talk to him and the doctor tells um daryl like hey don't worry negan's gonna take care of you um (laughs) and um they so they end up um leaving you know the white's taking oh go ahead karen i'm sorry and while they was in there the doctor was like it's kind of hard because now i got to be my own assistant so apparently his assistant died yeah somehow his assistant got dealt with right i don't know it's it's hard for me to do the charts and the x-rays and be the doctor too yeah yeah maybe he always maybe he's saying he used to have assistance back before zombie apocalypse days right because he'd have somebody would probably have picked and removed that a pregnancy test like shit when there's been laying out but he was like look Mm -hmm. i'm a one-man team now um so um negan sees dwight leading daryl back to his cell and he says he needs to talk to dwight for a second dwight sits daryl down and has a heavyset guy with a gun watch daryl uh and uh the, the heavyset dude with a gun was so extra man he, like put the gun all like mm, all Why your face fucking forehead and shit all right he's like damn nigga you can shoot me from over there can i <laughs> i get it i don't even have shoes where the fuck i'm going <laughs> he's like i'm like you know right now i'm lazy at my job and i'm not gonna run after your ass right so he um puts the gun on him and daryl sneaks a peek into this room that's pretty well furnished for a zombie apocalypse got bookshelves and look like this place had a a, 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 a dvd player a stove microwave right it was pretty nice in there um and uh the white comes back and notices daryl looking in the room and grabs him and leads him off uh he takes dwight he takes daryl outside and outside they're watching the same zombie pit fence thing and uh dwight shoots one of the zombies with uh the crossbow and says hey i'm getting pretty good at this thing and daryl doesn't say shit and um he takes daryl and pushes him up against the fence and says basically you can either be like me or you could be like them and i think by them he's talking about the guys in the sweatshirts Mm -hmm. who are on zombie detail Mm -hmm. or you can be like them and he's talking about the zombies so like you can be me one of these scrubs or you can die this these are the rules like there's no there's no way out of this um you know and daryl just doesn't say shit because that's just what he is um so um back at the cell daryl tells dwight that he's never gonna kneel and dwight says yeah i said that too and daryl said yeah i know because of course he knows because the motherfucker was out in the woods when he tried to escape before his face was burnt up um (laughs) so he's like i remember you you were a rebellious spirit but you know obviously you kneeling now and he says um 
yeah that's the thing man you don't but you're gonna so he's like you really don't know what the fuck you talking about and negan will fuck you up so bad that you will kneel it's basically what he's saying and as soon as the white leaves this time daryl actually tried to break out of his room looked under the door kicked it everything i mean to no avail he didn't even have shoes i don't know what he was kicking that door for i thought he was gonna fuck his foot up that would have been funny as hell he dumb as hell yeah you know his feet feet probably made out of rocks because you know he, oh that's true he used to traveling and hunting barefooted and eating birds and pigeons and shit i know his feet probably uh feel like a um i don't know something hard a rock yeah that's, that's a good point can i didn't even think about that mm-hmm. um well my tender little uh not, i wouldn't make it college educated feet would have been what? all fucked up um i turned a toenail wrong body over mm-hmm. right uh at any rate he was stuck in there and you see that Negan is actually meeting with dwight and he's i guess he heard daryl trying to kick out the room and he was like he is going ape shit and you you are hustling and they basically had this conversation where negan is like you doing a good job trying to break them it's hard to break them you know but you can do it basically um dwight's like yeah i'm you know i'm I'm working on it he's like you're doing such a good job would you like a a romp with you know who for old time's sake a blast from the past Mm mm-hmm and motherfucking dwight's face lost all the all the poker face of like when you trying to pretend to like somebody you work with and then they say all lives matter or whatever and you just have to be like all right dog this uh, conversation is yeah, over I, I, I got to go my, my work is calling me yeah he lost every oh go ahead Charlie. nah he was just sitting there man talking to his co-worker nigga started talking about that jesus christ got offended yeah <laughs> he basically said god damn he was like come on now you know i'm religious uh but yeah so he um essentially says uh you know like come on negan um why you gotta bring up old shit with his face but he doesn't say it with his voice he just is like uh he didn't say anything and negan goes i'm just fucking with you basically um he's like but seriously you know you can sleep with any woman you want to uh just as long as they say yes so even negan understands consent more than derrick rose and nate parker so that's amazing really? so yes means yes in this world even in the even in the z-pock my man believe in confirmative consent what the hell <laughs> uh but yeah like, i'm not a savage right he's like what do you think i am i hate rape right now i might bash your head in right i will murder not, right yeah come on i'll murder the hell out of somebody but we don't rape i detest rape uh dwight hesitates and negan asks if he if it's because um his dick isn't working because dwight is the same person eugene bit in the dick yeah uh last season mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love that uh this is how fragile the male ego is that was dwight should have just been like yeah that's what it is and instead he was like no nah, my dick work i'm purposely turning down this pussy like <laughs> uh-huh. He was so fucking confused, yo. <laughs> he was like, "Well, if your dick work, what's the problem?" Uh, but yeah, he was like, um, "Yeah, he's like, but I'm turning it down." He's like, "You know, I'm cool." And he said, "Are you? <laughs> Are you cool?" He was like, uh, "I just told you it's happy hour at the pussy bar, and Dwight eats for free, and you're talk- telling me no. Is that cool?" Uh, and Dwight said he hadn't earned it yet, but Negan was like, "Hey, we take." what we get here like it's no earn you take what you earn 
um and before they can really get into it they get a hit on the walkie-talkie negan yanks it out of uh, dwight's hands like what is what's going on and they have a code orange and uh he says the grab and go and she says yes and she says something like either took the moth the angel or the hard way and he was like and dwight says uh i'm on it and i'll meet you at the fence and negan says you know you don't have to do that you can send uh fat joey hell you know he could he, he's like let fat joey do it hell lord knows he needs to exercise <laughs> and dwight says but i like to do it and negan kind of liked that like he liked this idea of um of him saying basically i want to take the initiative to go hunt this guy down and that was the only way he let him off the hook because it really did feel like in that conversation negan was filling him out to see if he was literally if he was actually okay with the arrangement of him Mm -hmm. and sherry and all this shit Mm -hmm. um all right so um motherfucker was like you know cool i'm gonna go do it or whatever and we show they show him taking daryl's motorcycle off site i'm assuming it's daryl's motorcycle yeah you know there were a few motorcycles there but i'm assuming he he took daryl's of course um and i feel like um because somebody was saying uh well this is stupid i don't like that he's leaving daryl alive i don't like that he's got the white you know under his wing but i was thinking about something it kind of fits the keep my enemies closer type of idea which is that if somebody does show some buck it's not like they're valueless you do want people like that under your employ but Mm -hmm. you gotta but they're just people you have to break first and it seems like that's negan's thing because if he went by this zero tolerance no lip shit rick would be dead fucking dwight would be dead daryl would be dead who the fuck who would watch this show you know what i mean <laughs> like but like it, obviously he can't be 100 percent zero tolerance to everything right because he would like people under his guidance that actually have some level of initiative and they're not just completely inept fucking followers that and also he likes people that are useful like you know he feels like i have a use for you or a purpose or you can actually benefit quote-unquote me or the group quote-unquote right so that was my theory anyway i don't like because people were like why are you keeping people alive i was like well it's, it's got to be that he sees certain people as valuable right and, it, and the only killing everybody like right and like you say like it would just be him then like yeah and the only flaw in these people appears to be that they don't understand that he's the boss so if he can fit if he can make them realize quote unquote who's the boss uh he uh he's good you know um so at any rate uh back at the compound the next day or whatever fat joey is feeding daryl dog food sandwiches and uh it's not the same no um and he closes the door and you don't hear that familiar lock although you do hear the song like he definitely hit you with that easy street (laughs) oh you should know fat joe's gonna be the one fucking up nah you shouldn't have been on duty dog so dwight i mean daryl so daryl walks through the compound looking for a way out basically Mm -hmm. um you know um and they're going back and forth between this and the highway so i guess i think i'll just do the whole daryl thing daryl's looking around the hallway trying to find a way out avoiding detection he goes around a corner 
um sherry walks up on him and basically he almost about to punch in the face but he doesn't and then she's like hey um you need to go back to your cell and just do what they tell you to do so that you won't uh get in any more trouble than you already going to she's like i'm wanting and he was like nigga whatever and walked outside barefoot and he tried to like see if he could find a bike with some keys or something he couldn't and right about then all the niggas men started walking out and surrounding him probably about 10 of them and then nigga comes out carrying lucille and whistling and yeah so are we peeing our pants yet and i mean he looked limber like he had been in the batter's box uh stretching everything getting ready for the, the ninth <laughs> inning so um that's going on and in the meanwhile in the meantime on the highway dwight is riding or riding daryl's bike he hops off his bike because there's some, an obstruction in the highway uh, and there's been a car crash or whatever too yeah and the um the rim is fucked up no the rim was fine when he stopped the bike oh initially okay, yeah my the bad. rim was fine he was it seemed to me that he was stopping it to walk it through whatever this fucking goop on the highway was okay. um and a car had already crashed that it appeared had avoid had not avoided that goop so um he's he's walking the bike and um as he gets close to this bridge he he sees this like that it's this big pile of like walker goop and there's all these like walkers with broken legs all over the ground and just laying down and almost like in a row or you know like they're just on the ground just strewn about i think some of them were from the car wreck um Mm -hmm. but um what happens is he looks up at the bridge and he sees oh there's a hole kind of in the wall of the bridge and uh it looks like there's a puddle below that hole zombies must have been falling down that hole onto the street the highway over and over for a long ass time and um right as he notices that a fucking zombie falls out of nowhere (laughs) and that nigga he threw that bike and dived um and that's when the bike actually got fucked up okay he threw the bike and dived and then he um shot a zombie in the head that like was trying to eat him um and (laughs) it fucked the whole bike up zombie too yeah it was a black zombie shout out to black zombies black zombies matter um <laughs> so then um black zombies yep mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about um so then back to negan and them uh negan is with uh they got daryl surrounded negan's got lucille and you know he's he's completely full of swag um just jeffrey dean morgan's a revelation that's all yes, it really is he the best so he says who are you and one of his men answers negan and he asks another one who are you and he says negan which explains all the way back to when rick and them thought they had killed negan mm-hmm. when he asked to do if he who 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 he was and he said he was negan and he blew his fucking brains out and i guess rick thought mission accomplished mm-hmm. but apparently negan is everywhere because all these niggas are negan um so yeah you, you know the guys i'll say i'm negan i'm negan and shit and then uh negan tells daryl you failed my test he was like your life was about to get real sweet but now you don't fuck that up by leaving your cell um which makes me wonder do you think the whole thing was orchestrated 
Mm-hmm. Do you think Fat Joey left the cell unlocked on purpose? He, yeah. All right. He may have. Okay, what about you, Sterling? No, nah, yeah, I think he definitely did. Ain't nobody trying to fuck up the niggas have. Okay, so then this is my next question because I I believe that too. Do y'all think uh, Dwight and Daryl walking in on Sherry's pregnancy test was also set up? Yep. Hmm. Right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think Negan is a psychological mastermind, dog. I think he's okay. fucking crazy as shit, but he's always fucking with people. And well, I think you don't gotta call him crazy. I think he's just a complicated man. Yeah, I think he's a complicated, <laughs> diverse human being. Okay, mm. you know he reminds me of our Overlord Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not politically correct here. He crazy. He really does feel like Trump, though. It's like a, like I don't know how they called it ahead of time, but he feels like a huge metaphor for Trump. I'm sorry, somehow but, he's a more personable Trump, though. I mean, he yes. got more charisma. I'll give a him lot that. More charisma. But if Trump came out with Lucille, I feel like people would be not too. They'd be like, "Hmm, I don't know." Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, maybe we need to do what he has to say. Um. So anyway, um, that means that means about like five hours. Trump's gonna bring out Bernie Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he gonna bring out Hillary, Obama, Michelle, Bernie Sanders uh elizabeth warren yeah who would be trump's baseball bat lineup that's what i want to know now <laughs> he have them all lined up too right who would be his lineup um so yeah so um he uh and oh so then he um uh, basically tells daryl like look it's three choices you already got the choices because dwight told me he told you but let me repeat them you either work for me or you get on the fence and you work for me as a dead man i'll put you on one of them poles and you'll be stripping for the rest of your life ah or at the pyramids right or you become one of them fucking interns with the shirts and you have to work for points and he was like but you'll wish you was dead um and daryl doesn't say anything and he needn't go screw it and acts like he's gonna hit him with the bat but he stops just short of hitting daryl and he sees daryl didn't flinch and he laughs and he's like you know he's impressed with it he's like i like you you don't scare easy um he's like and lucky for you lucille's not thirsty today but i am and look him dead in his eyes and then was like so I'm gonna get me something to drink and walks out. <laughs> Yo, man, he's so good. And cause like every time he's on the screen, I'm either laughing or I'm terrified or both. Right. Yep. Like, like I didn't know what he was gonna do to tell. I thought he was gonna do like, well, I'm just gonna hit you in your hand or whatever. But he was like, but I am. Oh, I'm gonna get me something to drink and walks off. I know. He's like, to which, uh, then his men beat the fuck out of Daryl which I, the, like the utmost haze yeah man i like i was talking to somebody and they were like yeah you know i just can't i'm not so are we supposed to be afraid of Negan because he letting people off light i mean he he let daryl off light i was like what i ass whooping uh, that on. nigga whistled and like 10 niggas beat somebody's ass right when the 10 person ass whooping ever been light like because like matter of fact you're saying he's so scary that if anything less than batting, bashing your brains in with a bat is getting off light that's actually the scariest nigga on the show ever then mm-hmm. Ugh, man, people are weird anyway rip the nigga's neck out and i'm still not scared of that nigga right i still like you can still reason with rick 
like he don't yeah. want to kill you Mm-mm. negan i'm just like man i don't know what the fuck he kill you because it's tuesday i don't know what the rules are in his world um he kill you because he only does that point system and he can't go past 20 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you in negative points son uh so yeah he um he has the mob of people beat up daryl back on the highway dwight has broken the front tire dwight's uh, daryl's bike uh which he's now pushing and he sees the guy who he stole the eggs lettuce and tomato from and um the guy's fighting a zombie and he fights it off and stabs it with a knife and dwight runs and tackles that motherfucker from behind um back in the uh, compound sherry walks up to daryl's cell and obviously you can't see her she's outside the door but she essentially apologizes and says she is sorry for how shit turned out and she remembers when he told her that she would be sorry and he was right and then she walks off um on and back on the highway dwight is walking the egg man i don't we never got his name i just Mm-mm. I, don't, I, I guess Eggman, just Egg Avatar guy. Doctor Robotnik, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Doctor Robotnik is getting walked back towards um, the Savior's compound at gunpoint, and the White is basically like, "Man, you ran. This is stupid. You you got to go back. You got to pay the price." Um, and Buddy finally just got fed all the fuck, all the way the fuck up, and he turns around and he was like, "Hey, we used to be cool, but now you tripping, dog. Working for the man." You let this shit change you you vote republican now i know we ain't cool no more somebody said his name was gordon gordon there you go okay he says remember what what he did to you to your wife and dwight was like why you bringing up old shit man um and buddy was like dog i remember when you used to be cool you used to have feelings you used to be a guy that people respect and shit and now you out here basically being these little punk ass dude man what are you doing and uh dwight said man it's nowhere else to go it's nowhere to run everything's his or will be because negan is spreading his influence like Genghis khan you know like think ah. think about it everything i mean he's just yeah. taking over more and more shit so where do you run That's like if you true. find sanctuary can you really be sure that the yeah. saviors won't knock on your door one day and he'll show up and be like oh i remember you right so he's like um um everything's his or will be and we don't really have a choice and but it was like that's some bullshit we do got a choice thug swooped in with a baseball bat and a smile and we gave up everything that's so many of us and only one of him so why are we living like this by the way this is some good acting man because that dude he sold that line he's like why are we living like this um and dwight was basically like come on man um just keep walking and buddy was like look when i first got to the sanctuary it was me and my wife maria we survived all the monsters and you know we thought we knew how to fight monsters so i know you feel i know deep down you're not this person that you're trying to be right now and he got down on his knees he's like this is the last time i'm kneeling you got to kill me and then dwight was like get up man and he was like no pull the trigger i'm I'm done and he was like man uh if you don't get up i'm gonna kill all your friends and put them on the fence and i'm gonna fucking anybody you smile at and talk to and care about i'm gonna fuck them up too and give them put them in a cell and feed them shit sandwiches and buddy was like all right then and got up 
<laughs> Why are you so extra? He was like, "Damn, nigga." I know. I ain't know we, were, we ain't playing games no more. My bad. Right. So uh, like, you serious, ain't you? So Buddy starts walking back towards um to Savior's camp, and of course, the white is like fucked up at this point. I mean, he's a zombie almost fell on him. He's tackled a nigga in the street. Like he's just limping, and he's all fucked up. And uh, he's uh, you know, and then he has this moment of reflection and pulls a gun up and shoots uh gordon in his back my man ty I'm so let down by this yeah oh you were let down by it? what'd you want him to do shoot him in the head mm. oh yeah see that's the thing at the time we couldn't see where he shot him to be honest yeah like like when he shot him i was like damn that's that's a good man right there yeah there's still some hope left in him and then you get to the end i'm like yeah what the fuck? well now here's the thing okay all right so i've been thinking about this one he shot him and my man ty hit me up and was like how do we know he shot him i was like pretty sure i heard the body drop on my audio right yeah uh, yeah like, that's one thing about closed caps the closed caps like body falls body drops yeah it's like what <laughs> what other thing would he have done with the gun and just him and but at any rate he did definitely shoot him um but yeah we didn't know where and all that stuff so he shoots him and my thing was what in how what's the proof that you're gonna bring back to negan because the whole negan don't seem like the type that you could just be like he either a got away or don't worry i killed him like negan seemed like the type to be like well then you owe me some points then too you know um so yeah at any rate he shoots him and and shit and i think we cut the commercial break um because you know buddy basically hit the you ain't got to hit me but once uh (laughs) (laughs) and left uh the white there like tina turner uh eating that cake for real <laughs> um <laughs> back at the compound in the stairway uh dwight smokes a cigarette with sherry for old time's sake and i was thinking like oh they're gonna make out of something he's gonna they try was, to make them talking like co-workers like they was on for that 15 real? minute lunch break for real like, hey girl how how your um reports my reports gonna fine how your reports doing my reports gonna fine your department cool my department cool girl we, we just chilling yeah uh she asked he asked if negan was good to her and she was like mm-hmm makes me come every night <laughs> she then uh, i mean essentially a cuckoo right uh she oh, Lord. Uh, look i didn't yeah, say it no nah, nah, you're right you did say it i didn't say it okay the, the internet taught me those words yeah x hamster taught me that section because it's the first day that pop up <laughs> on every point right it's even worse with him because he don't even get to see the sex it's just the aftermath <laughs> you gotta get journal entries at the sex yeah it's like you you a cuckold but the dude that is fucking your girl is just your manager at work and he don't really you don't see no tapes he just tell you <gasps> he just show up happened? uh so then um she asked if he was happy and he said yeah i did the right thing it's a hell of a lot better than being dead and she said yeah and then he walked off uh and he did borrow one of her cigarettes yeah that good old smoke break mm-hmm swisher sweets um back in the cell dwight gave daryl another dog food sandwich and daryl had had enough he was not he was not satisfied with the uh fine cuisine he was being served and slammed his sandwiches his sandwich up against the wall 
he was sandwich slamming mad shout out to my man k-bags he's finally gonna leave that bad yup review yeah no <laughs> no five up. stars on the cuisine y'all get zero stars. and dwight was like nigga you throwing sandwiches you throwing sandwiches and he was like you know i, I know you mad because you got your friend killed i know because i got my friend killed tina it was like we both the same and daryl was like man fuck you and dwight took a picture of the polaroid of glenn getting his head smashed uh, after he got his head smashed and stuck it to uh, the wall and it was like think about that home boy and uh, uh he closed the door on daryl and walked away um and a new song started playing about crying over you and then daryl started crying like it was some adele and like a little bitch like a crying like a bitch uh and dwight listened to daryl crying and then walked away and i think dwight probably thought okay he's broken and i think it affected him too because you could see his demeanor change kind of just listening mm-hmm. uh so he does have feelings like and emotions and shit like that mm-hmm. um and also when rick and Aaron ran up on negan's crew when they was at that place and they was making that exchange mm-hmm. they had polaroids up too of heads and they was like what the fuck are these polaroids doing up here with these bad heads and probably they loved ones right yeah negan probably did that to everybody everybody. right like so if you ever had that moment where you think you know you better than this it's like nah don't forget you know um yeah i didn't even think about that those are probably those people's loved ones right because they walked in and like literally above everybody's bed was the same like a polaroid just like the one he gave him taped with bad heads in everybody was like ew this is disgusting right well um uh, apparently it worked because the next morning when dwight opened up the cell daryl had thrown up and the, the picture of glenn was laying there face up and, and a long night of crying and the dog food sandwich and mm-hmm. so he got dwight he got daryl up led him into that nice ass room he was looking at which apparently is negan's room mm-hmm. um and um in the lounge um uh he basically is confronted by negan who's sitting in there with lucille chilling and he offers daryl some uh water and says oh you probably can't drink it because your mouth is swollen up like a baboon's ass daryl get the man a straw and he's like you see that guy talking about daryl he hustles not daryl i mean talking about dwight mm-hmm. i'm sorry he told dwight to get him a straw dwight and daryl these names Ugh. right white people come up with some new names y'all wonder why we call our kids ladanian and the brick shaw <laughs> anyway so they can stand out because ain't no two ladanians mm-hmm. uh anyway he says you see that guy he hustles i like hustle but believe it or not things weren't always cool between us d he here he worked here he worked for points him and his super hot wife and his super hot sister uh, her super hot sister sis was sick she needed meds so then she fell behind on points and so then negan uh, asked her to marry him she was like i gotta think about it and then he was like i'll take care of you in sickness of hell blah 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 i'm a stand-up guy and she told him i gotta think about it so then apparently while she was quote unquote thinking about it dwight stole all the meds and absconded from camp with his super hot wife and his super hot sister-in-law 
um he said negan sent people after him uh people got fucked up you know cost him an arm and a leg he said which if we remember that episode i think it literally cost him an arm and a leg somebody got their arm bit off and shit and somebody lost the leg yeah because he was like cut it off so um he basically said uh but dwight manned up and came back and that impressed him but Adette was still old and lucille you know how she is um so dwight begged him not to kill sherry to which negan was like okay well i'll kill you and then sherry said don't kill him i'll marry you and he said that's a start uh he was like because sherry is super hot uh so instead of killing dwight he burned dwight's face and married sherry and after all that dwight still got on board with the plan and now he's this upstanding gentleman before you you know now he's out here my right hand man and shit um and all that stuff was a kind of like stuff that if you would pay attention you could have pieced it all together via this episode Mm -hmm. but i thought this scene was very important not because i felt like the look at the writers telling us what we already know no i think only an idiot hadn't figured out what happened i think what they were showing us was look at negan he even emasculates his most trusted people like Mm -hmm. his thing is emasculation and intimidation as examples to others the whole thing with uh rick's crew he essentially killed people to show a point to rick like he was gonna make even at that and even after that was gonna make rick cut off his own son's arm like it's more about the emasculation of their leader because now the people that are left they saw the look in rick's eyes and they saw him bow down to negan and this is a man that at this point they had you know this without whether negan knew it or not but i'm assuming he to some extent he felt it this is their leader and a man they had all looked to for solutions bowing down to me you know he's not a martyr i didn't kill him and make him a martyr and his people would fight on in his name no i just punked his ass out and essentially that's what he was doing with dwight in this situation was punking dwight's ass in front of daryl to show this is the man i am you know it's not like this is such a like you don't get the choices of other things it's die do this shit or be a slave these are the these are the things you have so let me punk this dude in front of you because i think that'll make you bow down as well you know um and so uh he basically said to daryl like i'm gonna give you the offer one more time what's your name and daryl didn't say shit and he was like okay i'm gonna ask again what's your name and daryl just said daryl and dwight was like i don't think you understand he was and, and Negan was like shut up shut up nope nope it's fine trying to help so much he was trying to help so bad like, and for the record i don't think dwight was truly trying to help daryl i mean because in a way he did owe daryl probably for letting him go blah 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 but i don't think he was truly trying to help him i think dwight has always been in this to prove that what he did was what he had to do and there was no other choice and daryl's actively showing him there's another choice you know like you just weren't strong enough to make it and pay whatever the penalty was for going out to live on your own and be like fuck me um yeah 
and so i think to dwight he needed to see daryl break to prove that well anyone would break it's not me it's not me it's you know every what what man yeah, would do it yeah i think that's what it was that's why he was like no 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 and so negan said no nah, it's his choice it's not my fault he made a dumbass choice and they threw dwight uh daryl back in the cell and dwight was yelling at him um you know he was like uh you're gonna wind up in this in this room or hanging on the fence and like yelling at him and daryl said i get why you did it why you took it you were thinking about someone else and that's why i can't uh and my guess is he's saying i can't he can't do it because basically he's saying you took the deal because you didn't want sherry to die so he's like the reason i can't take the deal is because i got glenn killed so if i die then i deserve to die you know uh i think he feels guilty about that shit um yeah that's my guess um and then dwight later goes outside to look at the fence and throws a bottle on the ground that i guess those slave interns got to clean up uh i don't know why he did that that's such a wasteful anyway uh like some white kid shit right like you can feel that back up with water that's like when white kids take their controllers and throw them against the wall and break them and you be like are you crazy like that that ain't the off-brand kind dog that's like the one to come with the set you know that's 50 dollars to replace right yeah the whole 65 dollars what the fuck you doing gabriel right Right. (laughs) gabriel so um then you see the interns putting up walkers on the fence and it's revealed that the walker they the most recent walker they put up is buddy that uh gordon that got shot in the back by dwight and you can even see the bullet hole in his back and everything and my question was like well how the fuck did he get him back because dwight was in a bad way like when he shot that man i was like well ain't no way he dragging him back because he can barely limp forward like i don't know if he waited for him to change and just kept walking in front of him or if he they went back to go get him or because he didn't have a bike he had no transportation I, i don't know what happened um at any rate um dwight slowly turns away and walks inside uh rest in peace to daryl's bike sitting in the middle of the street somewhere yep uh what are you guys looking forward to next week daryl dying yeah i just want to die yo i'm so tired of this nigga okay karen what you looking forward to yeah i think Daryl's gonna die and i think when they showed uh kind of preview clips Mm-hmm. uh we're gonna go back to rick and the crew yeah i think the way they've written this has been perfect i i know there were some people that were complaining about uh this episode in particular but um it's one of those things you know and it happens with this show you have to do the groundwork to have a payoff and the groundwork is we don't know how to take negan down unless we get an inside glimpse at what the fuck goes on if not mm-hmm. then it just seems like later if they do win which i assume they will win it seems like well they just got lucky i mean how and we're gonna have a whole lot of how the fuck did they know this and how did they know that well you need these inner workings you know um now we know daryl has working knowledge of the compound dwight has working knowledge of the compound we know dwight uh as much as he's working there he's also a victim of this man uh he's just a victim that has been broken and assimilated but we don't know that he's irredeemable we don't know that it's impossible to use him even if you know what i mean like and and not just dwight but in general everyone around there probably has a gripe with this guy because of how he runs his shit you know this thing where people just take from you and shit 
there's gotta be a ton of people that are like yo man i don't like this there has to be a better way and if alexandrian crew if the alexandrian crew can kind of show them that there's a better way maybe we end up getting um you know getting some help from the inside because as sterling said i don't think you take down negan without help from the inside right Mm -hmm. so um that's my guess um i feel like they'll make it out i mean they got a nigga with a tiger on their side so yeah i i think i mean shit we still don't know what's up at hilltop Mm -mm. you know next week's episode is 90 minutes so maybe we'll get some hilltop too find out what happened to maggie and that baby um so i mean it's it's a lot you know to going on and uh i'm excited for next week um let's get into the feedback uh we got a few emails jabari says um wait hold on let me make sure this is from oh wait that's from last week all right cool sorry jabari um all right evelyn says hello Ryder, karen and honored guest uh the title of this email is it's fuck the white forever <laughs> forever and everything uh we got another great episode from walking dead they stay playing with my emotions i was trying to figure out what was the purpose of having the walker garden what purpose does that serve any thoughts yeah i think we kind of spec or at least i speculated on it my guess is that it's just another defense uh and it it definitely would slow down any like you wouldn't be able to directly attack them and you wouldn't be able to take vehicles through there either right so that's my guess uh like maybe if people would kind of come through the cover at night or something um i can't wait till they get back to alexandria and something tells me it's not looking good for our girl michonne yo she was looking super stressed in them previews like i don't know what they plan on doing but she was just looking stressed out and she went and got a gun i don't know that's andrea's was andrea's old gun it looked like mm-hmm. andrea's old wife rifle right that she had hid up underneath the fireplace like she pressed the button like batman that shit but i was like where the fuck this gun come from well if you could name andrea's rifle what would you name it karen what about you sterling hillary clinton hillary clinton that's a good name uh-huh, that's an excellent name I'm, i think now that it's michonne's it's got to be named beyonce though mm-hmm. but uh, definitely at least, at least Williams. yeah yeah it used to be named taylor swift you know <laughs> <laughs> uh so <laughs> used to be named white feminism now it's named uh, <laughs> afro girl or some shit <laughs> now it's named black girl magic You're right <laughs> oh shit um <laughs> so uh yeah um she says uh in the me in the meantime free my man daryl negan is still the reigning defending champ of petty and fuck dwight forever thanks for your awesome recaps notoriously e thank you thank you baby yeah when he hit that by the way i didn't do it any justice uh and i didn't feel like playing the actual youtube clip but when he hit that but she is super hot so petty so petty bro the Damn. way he was saying that shit had me fucking in tears man. bro he jeffrey dean morgan is so good man if y'all don't watch the show at least like youtube a clip of him so you can hear it because i can't do it justice i don't even do a negan impression because his shit is so perfect mm-hmm. he the man for this still ain't cousin amazing he can only say jesus christ and that goddamn uh and ne- a few shits and that's it negan and shelly for the recap of walk of the walking dead uh good evening rod karen and honored uh rod karen and guest uh if you have had a bunch of emails like this you cannot read uh you can leave that out 
uh i just want to say that the sex through coercion from the threat of death or the threat of death for a loved one is rape telling a girl that is diabetic that the only way she is guaranteed to get her medicine is if she marries you read have sex with you is extremely problematic if it appears that point system as it's shown on the show so far is really not an option also it looks like negan won't let you go if you try to leave on your own free will um sure i think uh you can say through the circumstances being dire coercing somebody to the point where they feel like they don't have a choice but to have sex with you to be for protection uh would be uh could be rape um the problem with it is that um as it's presented um nobody in this society seems to give a fuck about that like ain't nobody writing you know jezebel.com not writing up no Ah, pieces no pieces about it you know what i mean like it's just kind of like uh like he's not a good guy just mm-hmm. and i and i and when i said that he understands consent uh i'm talking about in the case of dwight yeah because he just said dwight you can sleep with any of these women as long as they say yes that's not under yeah. the threat of death that's not under the threat of uh you won't get meds or anything like that uh that that particular instance was not him saying go rape somebody and i think that's important to point out as opposed to of course um you know negan telling somebody you're gonna die from diabetes unless you marry me yeah that might seem to be a little more fucked up mm-hmm. yeah we can tell like negan on that rape and shit because like right after he said this shit to uh dwight he says like we take what we uh want or some shit like right yeah, after you, you take what you earn or something like that yeah yeah, yeah it, i mean it ain't just because he don't uh punch somebody in the face and abuse them and have sex with them don't make it not rape i mean yeah if you if you literally control somebody's livelihood and you go i'm gonna cut you off or you put them in some type of indentured servitude uh earning situation where they can't possibly earn the medicine that that they need to live yeah that that's definitely uh rape you know so you know like a scale from like cosby to castro he's a solid seven yeah i didn't read i didn't ah! i didn't think anyone was arguing that to be honest i yeah, hope not you know we all understood that nigga was like super rapey yeah like even when he said mary it was like you mean fuck because you were talking about how super hot she was like it wasn't like i was right. in love with her and then he was talking about his ex-wife so all of a sudden when i take a yeah that basically knows your marriage yeah it sounds like he has a harem of some sort because he's yeah. the guy who can, is, can offer the most protection in this new Society. yeah this new hierarchy he set up it doesn't sound like he's like and that was gonna be my wife it sounds like i marry people out of as a um what do you call it as a contractual agreement that i will protect them so they are essentially uh trading uh probably sex whatever uh cleaning and cooking skills they have and labor that's that kind of shit they are trading for protection from me that sounds like what he set up um yeah i mean even the 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 white's wife did it to keep the white from getting killed like that's not uh yeah that's something right uh it appears the point system as it's shown on the show so far is not really an option also it looks like negan won't let you go you know oh yeah it was a little unsettling hearing people call comment that shelly would have chosen men like negan over dwight anyway on the talking dead i just wanted to mention that oh yeah um 
i know what you're trying to say but clearly whoever wrote that was talking about how hot jeffrey dean morgan is and that's just some shit y'all gonna have to get used to because everybody's gonna say that all season of i don't care if he's a bad boy i want me some of that negan because they think jeffrey dean morgan is fine right people have written into our show to talk about how fine jeffrey dean morgan is clearly they do not want to date with lucille they do not Mm -hmm. actually want to give us fucking psychopath some sex but they're they understand that it's a tv show and that's a joke that they're making about uh wanting to get with jeffrey dean morgan i think we can allow for that comedy it is what it is like i'm not saying i want to be with Negan, but if Jeff D. Morgan comes in my bedroom, please wear the scarf. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't think it was a, I don't think anybody was going, rape is okay. You know, uh, have a great rest of your e- uh, evening. I'm just saying. All right. You too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, yeah, but uh, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the actor, looks like people think he looks better than the actor playing dwight and there's gonna be a whole lot of he can beat me he can beat me with that bat any day and you, ah and they ain't talking about that baseball bat right i'm just gonna we make jokes all the time on this show i'm just i think uh you know if unless you just want to opt out of listening to this or listening to uh talking dead you're gonna end up dealing with some crass jokes that people make but don't they don't actually the point is they don't believe it because it's a joke right uh day walking the soil polaroid ice is right saying hi this is lucked out i thought this was another funny episode but dark humor instead when dwight stuck the polaroid of glenn's head into the cell it reminded me of the pictures on the wall before glenn stabbed the sleeping during the raid yep karen brought that up at first i thought it was a trophy wall which was justified killing the saviors but what if the guy was like daryl holding on poor lords of dead friends and reminding himself to comply it isn't like he had a chance to say different it's even more gray to kill the the coerced and the evil yeah yep uh can't wait till next episode rick looks wrecked he went from cop rick to rick tater to farmer rick to crazy rick and now this negan better watch it when rick swings back up again yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how i I would love for that episode to be them just like yielding and submitting and just trying to survive you know negan raiding the place and shit and then afterwards they just have like a secret like all right so this is how we're gonna get them and i'm like oh let's go Mm -hmm. i would love for it to end that way it's it's gonna be so interesting to see how it goes and I think that Rick is broken, but I also do think that even if he hasn't told anybody yet, I do think he has some type of a plan. He, I don't think he told anybody whatever the plan is. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. Yep. Um, happy election day, guys. Um, this is from Emil. I hope by the time you read this, you will have President-elect Clinton, not Trump. If it's a big deal here in Canada with us wondering if we should close the border or what. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, honey? <laughs> On the more important things, at the start of the episode, I hated Dwight and hoped he would die first when Daryl got to exact his revenge. But by the end of the episode, I was very sympathetic to Dwight and began to doubt if Daryl would ever leave his cell. Actually, I was rooting for Daryl to kneel and just answer the question, who are you? She, Negan, of course. Ah! what's going on my negan shit nothing my negan only That's we can say that deal, i'm like daryl just do it dog like rick is a bitch ass nigga you saw him be a bitch ass nigga he took you as far as you can go 
Negan is the next step, yo. Sometimes Steve Jobs gotta die for Tim Cook to come in. That's how I knew the show worked on me, cause I was rooting for Daryl to say Negan. That's when I was like, damn, the show worked. Um, of course he didn't. He just has too much integrity. I wonder if the writers will make him suffer more or find some way to make give him a believable escape i don't believe they will i believe they are setting us up to see another group member suffer to bring daryl low i think negan will snatch someone up and give daryl a choice much like what he did to rick as for dwight his plot is pretty compelling you can see his complete hatred of negan i also think he feels some remorse for his double cross of daryl earlier and that's part of the reason he badly wants daryl to comply and end his torture i agree i do wonder yeah, I, think I think they'll both like everything that happened around 7b but I think Daryl will be this, uh, the major death in 7B. It mm. just makes the most sense at this point. So I thought he was going to die in the uh, opener. You know what I was thinking, though? What if uh, he doesn't die, but his capture is how they use, is the one thing that motivates Carol to get on board with going up in that up in the, the savior camp? See, mm. I would like to say they wouldn't do that because that shitty writing, because they already had Carol save everybody. Mm-hmm. To walk I, well i don't say save everybody i actually mean just to get on board with just join right yeah she's been going through ptsd don't yeah i don't think she's gonna go in there nah that shit's done i don't think you can do that twice um yeah and I also it good. would be interesting if she died to save daryl that would be interesting as fuck um man people would be hurt but that would be a good ass like y'all like both these motherfuckers right y'all want to carol and daryl one thing missing from this episode was a broader female presence at Negan's compound. We already know that woman plays play a key fighting role among the, among the saviors, but the only woman in this episode was Dwight's ex, now Negan's current wife. That whole situation, plus the fact that he tried to reward Dwight with any woman he wanted if she says yes, makes me wonder how this group views women in the group. Are they into some retrograde caveman type shit? Uh, keep up the good work, and hopefully you aren't doing it in Trump's America that's a good point we still don't really know the role of women because last year it sounded like the women there were pretty competent and shit and now it's looking more like um hold on let me make a new session but it's looking more like the women are um at least some of the women are in some sort of subservient sexual uh situations or something or maybe he just like a cult leader maybe he actually cuts off all sex for men like i control who gets sex too you know as a means to control everybody else that's true and also maybe one of those things where you know since they quote unquote all are all are negan um these women have quote unquote proved themselves so he allows them to go out you know there and and uh, fight and things like that but that's not going to be everybody's quote unquote role so i guess for some people they're more traditional and you know and I'm not jumping funny. For some of these women, they might not have been forced. Some of these women, but, but like, look, I want to stay here and cook and clean and do this shit. I don't want to be out here doing hard labor. I mean, some of those women were forced. Don't get me wrong, but I do think some of those women willingly went. Well, we are trying to measure sexual consent by our modern day sensibilities, right. obviously outside of this zombie apocalypse thing. Correct. But even going back to old. Going back to old. Uh, even going back to like the olden days quote unquote um yeah there there are there were there was a time when you had to get your protection from being married to a man um and especially the way this shit seems set up or like negan seems to probably have multiple women 
under his protection because of who he is so yeah that i mean as as a as a human being if someone told you in this type of fucked up situation i can offer you safety all you gotta do is be with me uh as one of my many uh concubine there's a lot of people that would take that deal men and women um just for the safety of it but as um i think chiz wrote in uh it is him running the system that puts you in the funnel towards those decisions so you know it's like no matter how it works out he's rigged it so that probably most women end up um you know wanting to be with him is the most viable option and most uh men end up wanting to be under his um leadership in his organization because that's the most viable option so you know he's still a a fucking weird ass dictator to even come up with that shit Mm um all right back to this email last one eve says hi rod and karen feedback uh for eve all right i really like this episode because i got to understand how the hierarchy of sanctuary works and how it's allowed to continue yes there is only one of one of negan versus hundreds of saviors but he's the donald trump of the zombie apocalypse a better looking less orange one but still a legend in his own mind type of guy he brainwashed a handful of bullies into believing that they can live like kings as long as they follow him negan's army were probably all the fringe of society before society broke down and you see this as a way to feel powerful just look at them some of them don't look some of them look like they never took baths regularly well one thing i did want to add about the negan thing uh that i find interesting i think the reason that negan's leadership program works right now is because he allows other people to be the bully they want to be and the reason they don't kill him as of yet is because killing him as that figurehead kind of fucks up the whole hierarchy of it Mm -hmm. you know it's uh people can't wait to be led and i I, it's like if people weren't so up their ass about shitting on this show it would be so fun to listen to, to have the conversations about what leadership is and what a statement is on how much people want to be led because to me that's all the walking dead really boils down to is Mm -hmm. different styles of leadership versus different motivating factors for why people want to be led and who they choose to lead them you know well we were introduced to race group first so we naturally gravitate towards them as an audience because we have more experience these other people from outside all have these you know terminus was a response to being invaded essentially and um and 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 looted and 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 raped and pillaged and they said fuck it from now on we trap and eat people we don't trust nobody right uh you know like um the the saviors you know appear to be you know almost like germany you know we're losing we're we're, we need leadership hey this dude comes in he got a a weird ass code but he rules with an iron fist we are behind him now you know um the king ezekiel thing it, where it's almost like the united states where you're just providing people something to believe in with this like presidential figure this 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 almost royalty figure but at the end of the day he's behind the, doing deals behind everybody's back to keep up appearances you know to keep people out of war and shit like he like you're still kind of like it's just all these different ways of navigating this universe via leadership versus following and i think that shit is pretty deep um to see how it plays out in this in this world and which powerhouses become you know who becomes strong and who becomes weak because of the leadership decisions that they make 
but yeah i think negan would work the same way like a genghis khan works or those you know when people say like it wouldn't work it's like well then how did genghis khan make it work yeah not trying to find it's like all these stalin and all these people that gained this massive amount through history they didn't just appear out the blue somebody followed them for them to amass this much power yeah historically there are people who are ruled by fear yes sir you know we talk about north korea and shit all the time yeah there's some places that rule like that um anyway i wanted to feel sorry for the white after this episode but now i hope he dies with a crossbow up his ass yeah i'm not gonna front uh i think but emil said he felt sorry for the white i didn't feel sorry for him i don't know if i was supposed to or not i really couldn't tell which the sh- if the show was even trying to make me feel sorry for him yeah. honestly yeah it was trying to make you feel sorry for him yeah yeah you think it was okay yeah. I, I honestly couldn't tell yeah like that, that, that was the big thing where he talked about his wife in front of him trying to and you even said it but see um okay go ahead when he was talking about his wife in front of daryl and the way he was looking at him and to an extent maybe I, you could just see the hatred in his eyes like he's not over that shit like that shit still fucks with him yeah he's not broken i give i'll i'll say right. that like um but feeling sorry for him nah it didn't make me feel sorry and i don't think the show was i personally don't think the show wanted me to feel sorry for him i think it did want me to empathize with him a little bit more yes but it didn't want i don't think it wanted me to feel sorry for him because they didn't show him struggling with the decisions um that he had to make really like even when he shot buddy in the back you know what i mean it was more of a mercy killing rather than a like fuck negan this is against him or you know um damn negan why you make me go after this guy my friend we used to be friends it wasn't he didn't have those moments he never felt conflicted about locking daryl up and like i said i personally believe his struggle was i need to break daryl to prove that the reason i i didn't break because i'm a punk i broke because anyone would break under these conditions that's what i think it was so i didn't feel sorry for him and i didn't think the show wanted me to but uh i don't know i feel like if they wanted me to feel sorry for him they could have just done it in a hundred different ways that would have worked you know like showing him struggling like if he would have slammed the door on daryl and then start crying himself that's a way to make me be like oh he's fucked up too you know what i mean this shit just made me feel like he at work you know what i mean uh, he like, the clock, yeah. like he don't give a fuck either he want his sandwich he takes from people in the camp he you know like i don't feel sorry for him and i and there's nothing that they did to make me feel sorry for him uh i have zero respect for this dude he actually managed to escape me and had an opportunity to start fresh somewhere else i understand the uncertainty of t- taking daryl's offer to join the alexandrians but they could have gotten far away from that town but he went crawling back to Negan because he was too scared to make it on because of his uh on his own because of his precious wife and now he's a he's a huge bully there should be a huge mb on his forehead that stands for negan's bitch i hope negan knocks sherry up with triplets and names them all negan jr i'll be names one of them i'll be names one of them dwight uh if i was daryl i probably would have said i'm negan because i'm not about that easy street alpo life (laughs) yeah the way my survival is set up right but i respect daryl for deciding not to join negan because he didn't want to shit on glenn's memory yeah because i think for daryl he was like i had a crazy ass abusive daddy i had a crazy ass abusive brother what the fuck can you do i mean you can't break me no more than i have probably previously been broken in the past everybody keeps saying that here's my question what if he wants to die that's true 
you know what if he really thinks i i would rather die i want to die i deserve to die i took away a father from his child and and wife because i didn't listen to these rules and i impulsively punched this dude and one of my best friends is dead now and it's because shit if anything didn't didn't daryl know glenn longer than rick like wasn't daryl and them hanging with glenn and merle and all them motherfuckers before rick even showed up is that the way it was i don't don't think so no no, so daryl came along after merle yeah they found him remember they found him on the rooftop they found daryl on the rooftop okay no merle merle they found merle on the rooftop nah merle was wasn't merle with the crew and then he got locked on the rooftop because it was like fuck this nigga uh, uh they yeah. left his ass up there on the roof because yeah yeah and he had to cut his own hand off yeah i do i for some reason i, I feel like we i, I feel really like daryl and glenn knew or at any rate they go way back is my point so yeah, him they, so they glenn getting back. killed fuck daryl had to fuck daryl up yes they've known each other for a while yeah like since like episode one or some shit like that they like he has to be fucked up he got glenn killed yeah. you know what i mean like this isn't a this isn't one of them situations where you could be like nah i kind of got no nigga he was done for killing for the day he said that abe took six or seven for the team and the next thing you know you punching him in the mouth and glenn's dead it's your fault nigga okay the chat room is saying that you right they were saying that uh daryl came back after rick left merle right yeah yeah because apparently he had been with the group already Uh, so i'm saying that's how far they go back okay yeah that's like that's so wild man like he got him killed it's on him anyway so so if he wants to die i could understand man feeling that guilty um i understand that okay um let's see if i was daryl i probably would have said okay so yeah she says uh he at least could have played the game until he escaped dumb decision but i still respect it negan also feels like the kind of dude that even if daryl would have said i'm negan he would have been watching him like a hawk and Daryl know it, so it's like yeah. I'm not even gonna waste our time by pretending. Yeah. He would have been waiting for him to to do to just step out of line a little bit, a break up because he know how close he was to that group. So if yeah. he sees, he knows exactly where he's going. It was gonna be some more test. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't tell me that there wasn't any Dwight poo poo in those Alpo sandwiches, but Daryl is a hick, so I bet he's eating worse. Another great episode, Evie. Thanks, Evie. Thank you. And I think that's everybody. Let me just double check. Yep. Comments on the page nah that that's for a saturday show okay. yeah comments on the page is different uh all right man thank y'all so much uh make sure y'all go listen to sterling's podcast gaming and then some yeah, it's an excellent of, show one of my favorite podcasts Mhm. got the dope ass sonic uh music when you hear it yeah we just got it uh redone too oh for real okay mm-hmm. yeah Sometime. yeah um it, it, it was a tumultuous time as you know uh uh Jesus versus mayor or Jesus and uh kim mira bodega boys yeah they have their uh, dope-ass theme song. And my wife slapped me in the face one day, and she just said, like, oh, they have the best podcast song. Wow. And I was and I was like, whoa, like, this is grounds for divorce. Like, mm-hmm. I got to go get me a white bitch now. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting a white bitch, I just hit up felt five. Mm. And I said, I need a banger. And he said, I'll be right back. And he just put the finishing touches, and now we got the new version all right for all problematic emails just email uh sterling straight up 
Yeah, please do. Um, it's a uh, lucky no eighty seven oh six. There you go. Email. Yeah, just, just just email my wife, not me. I wasn't the one who said uh, white bitch. That was him. Uh, <laughs> well, tell Quita she ain't the only one getting violent. I did tell Roger I was gonna draw blood because he was trying to go brunch without me. She did threaten me. There's what is going on with this show right now? Y'all are all Negan. <laughs> yeah, I am Negan. All right, guys, we'll be out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to the show. Um, until then, my Negans. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs> what happened Sorry. to my kiss? Let's do it again. All right. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.